Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. It's of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Council, coming at you live 15th of December, Sunday, mid-September. September footy is upon us. Uh, we have got the last of round one today. This afternoon at Wankbest, a packed-out stadium where the Eels will host the Broncos and you could not script better weather. Early 20s, the wind's dying wow. down. It is gorgeous. You are going to get a late afternoon shadow across half the ground, just like we used to love it at the SFS. As always, coming at us live from Melbourne, Victoria, Ex Hong Kong board, Hong Kong Rugby League board member, and oh, one test Thunderino. Jack, how you going, mate? You sound hungover. Yeah, yeah I am a bit hungover. Um, good not. Yeah, so I actually went to well, the the hosts of uh, Australasia's um, 467th favourite league podcast have both gone to semi-final games this, or qualifying final games this weekend, which has been good. How and I went to yeah. So how was the experience at the old lady Sydney Cricket Ground on Friday night? Well, it was exciting. Um, Started having schooners at around midday at lunch and Ooh. getting myself in the mood for finals football, which I was just telling up in my head. I think that I've got a pretty good finals record in Sydney and I've been accused many times of not got enough live league game, but generally I'll at least go to one finals game every year since I've been here. And I was excited for what I thought would have been a great clash after last week's win from the Rabbitohs. Um, as I said, it was a beautiful day, a few schooners at lunchtime, getting into my work, the WhatsApp forums are chirping away, they're starting to get, you know, pretty excited. I'm straight into the borough at Bar Cleveland on the corner of Cleveland Street and Burke Street. Yep. Lovely place to have a few schooners before a game of rugby league and then just walk on up through uh, Moore Park and up into the stadium. Lots of bunnies, lots of roosters, quiet murmur before the game, it wasn't um, boisterous or um, you know people weren't full steam and I think that's because it was a double life game and I think they knew that their season if they lose and both teams would probably say look if we lose this one we're, we're all going to be okay um, yeah. we're going to play the winner of the Sharks Manly game probably back both sides to beat them and you know I think that probably um, maybe cost the, the Rabbitohs more than anything the game, to, like, I love a Sydney cricket ground. It's a wonderful cricket um, stadium. I've been there to watch the other Oval Code, the Australian rules, and it's pretty good for a spectacle to watch that, but it isn't good for rugby league. Yeah, I mean, I could have told you that, though. Have you seen the game of league at the SFA? You yeah, have, actually. I did. Test. Yeah, quote, 2008. Eight, yep. Where... Greg Inglis, Mark Gesner, famous try. 
Yeah, and they wore the blue and red centenary jerseys. What what was that to commemorate those jerseys? Uh, that was the hunt. That was the first. Oh, so that was the first uh, strip the Australian Kangaroos or the Australian Rugby League team wore back in the day because, and the the, the actual hoops were Queensland and New South Wales colours because they couldn't choose which one, so they just hooped them. Did a stripe with the the two states' colours. I, I remember saying to you, it was at that time a. Very exciting time for New Zealand Rugby League. Had Sonny Bill Williams playing yeah. the test match as well as Isaac Luke, a very young Isaac Luke. But what yeah. fired me up the most, and I was taking the game in from, I believe, Argentina. I was on a little trek around South America at the time. Seda Manasar and Josia Soliola with Sam Pere on the wing. Yeah. Gee whiz, that got me fired up. Um, but right, I thought Sia and Sinamina uh, Saar could have been our centres for years. Hmm. I don't think Saar played any many, many more games past that because um, no. his position got taken by Matai um, the following year and um, basically never looked back, really. Quote, and then it's just a fuck. Just, and, and if you're not close to the action, it just... The atmosphere just doesn't build, does it? I couldn't see. Like, you know, most of the time you can see. I couldn't see. We were in, like, kind of sort of second tier in the Bradman stand. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of probably at a 45-degree angle. So, yeah. um, to And it was always, all the, all the uh, games seemed to be played at the far corner both times. I couldn't see shit. And then to my right, um, there was a probably... Um, 30 inch TV which was basically my only way of taking any sort of form of the game in I'd probably rank it as the worst rugby league watching ground that I've ever watched at wow and um, you've watched it uh, you watched a rugby league game at Eden Park no you wouldn't have um, nothing jumps out because I think you're in Sydney when we we yes. took a few games to Eden Park and we played a test matches there. Obviously, the 1988 World Cup final, which would have been before your time. Um, yeah, so and then just it just didn't what the, the, the Rabbitohs just got caught in the headlights of a team like that. Roosters team were very very slick and it was a training run and a couple of things stood out to me was that speed of what the Roosters play at at their top end speed is unlike anything I've seen this season. Um, the Luke Carey is so good, and I still don't think he's as... Maybe from the masses, I think he has a pretty good... Um, I think the talking heads of all of the, the shit league shows on TV, they rate Luke Carey pretty highly. But I think average garden variety leaguey, they don't give Luke Carey the credit that he deserves. He is mesmerising. His use of the short side... His hands, he does the right thing, putting people into space. I mean, I know he's got brilliant back rows and centres to work with, but the the speed that he plays with, like Luke Carey, he's a fucking ringing wet 78, 80 kgs. He's got no muscle on his body. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a 12 yeah. year old boy, you know, prepubescent 12 year old boy. He looks 12. Yep. He's and unbelievably that- good. And now when you say it, I'm getting actually memories because remember he, had, he actually only lasted 14 minutes in the test match last year mm. against New Zealand Australia. So, you know, that was lucky for us because it would have been... But then he 
played the next week, I'm sure, against Tonga, and they you know flogged Tonga pretty much. So mm. he is even a crucial. He's a crucial uh, cog even for the the pinnacle side, the Australian Kangaroos. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's just so good. Now, well, I guess if I'm kind of if I'm the Rabbitohs, look, I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But hold on, why wasn't he playing state state football? He got injured. He had that head knock. That's right. Yeah. Okay. But he was a shoo-in, right? He would have definitely made the Queensland team. So he's has he actually played? He's no, a Queensland he's New South Welshman, isn't he? No, I remember he was campaigning. No, nah, he's Queens- New South Wales based. Quite. Oh, I, I lose track. Yeah, fuck, he's but interesting. Um, has he played a game of state football yet? No. Wow, interesting. Now, the Rabbitohs decided to play Adam Dewey on the wing. And Corey uh, back. And did they swap Corey Allen? So did they keep Alex Johnson on the wing? Um, uh, maybe Alex was fullback, actually, you're right. They had George Burgess, who was eight weeks yes. suspension, so he was clearly short of a gallop, but I didn't mind... Um, I did not mind who um, them playing him and starting him because I think you know they had to try and throw something out there and you know George Burgess after having that amount of time on the side and he was going to come out first. Um, no, Sammy is massive, and they just got beat by a team that are not going to get beaten in this final series. Do they have any chance of? Getting to the grand final, the Rabbitohs, in your opinion, well, after that? Well, well, yes, they do, because they now find themselves, um, thanks to the Raiders, at on the right side of the draw. Yeah, you're right. And they don't have to play Melbourne, so no one really... Now we don't have the Melbourne Roosters grand final. We can't have it. Which I don't mind, to be honest. I mean, us... That's that would have been sensational, a repeat. You know, we're talking the two best teams in the comp. Yeah, and to be honest, you saw it on Smith's face last night when they lost. It was like, it means so much to them to like win a... I know he's won fucking plenty, but I think them getting really towelled up by the Roosters last year and Munster getting sinbin twice and stuff has really left a bit of taste in the Storm Club's mouth. They, it, it, they really want payback, you know. How did... Munster gets Simbin twice in the grand final. Yeah. Fuck, I forget about that. Tell you what, when you watch... Was a, let's be honest, it was a forgettable grand final because yeah. the Roosters just blew them away. I punted that grand final very well. I had Kerry as a um, Churchill, which is a shit award, but you can always win money on it because it, it's always who you think it's going to be. Um, and I think I had the Roosters and a few other sort of scenarios. But generally when you watch a grand final, it's a long weekend up here. You are, you know, pretty tanked. It's Sunday night. You've got the day off the next day. Going back and watching a grand final, you just see a completely... And you don't often do it at the time. Um, It's always good. uh, Lately on Fox Sports, the last two years, they play like basically the last 20 grand finals on all during the week, nonstop, back to back. And picking apart old grand finals... It's when you really see the legends of our game um, step up, and it'd be, I'll be actually pretty intrigued as to watch the Roosters Storm because they are playing in two weeks' time. If the Storm can get past the what's uh, the winner of today's game down in at Melbourne the, at the Sydney Football Stadium, I mean, for God's sake, can they take it to bloody Stadium Australia or something? Or even Bankwest would be better anyway. What do you mean? Well, it's going to be a, it's going to be a Roosters home semi final. Oh, so are they going to play at the SFS, at SCG? Well, of course they will, won't they? 
Mm. That is a that is an underrated narrative of two weeks' time. And I mean, the I Raiders there. are playing in Canberra. That is be- that is brilliant. I mean, we'll get to the Raiders. Let's 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 go back in, in order. Actually, fuck, that was an order. So you were at the next game. You were at Melbourne. Yeah, okay, Canberra. so you want me? You want me to tell my story about my day? Yeah, I'd love to know. I'd love to hear about it. Okay, so woke up in the morning. Was a, no, I wasn't hungover at all. Beautiful day in Malcolm. Uh, did a walk down to the shops with the kids and wife, uh, and played. Did my fitness, which was basically just playing basketball. Uh, got a little caught down the road. Twisted me ankle. Um, then went down, got a haircut from local Lebanese bloke, and then got on the Templestowe tractor into uh, Amy Park and met a German mate of mine and Brad Spears. You know Brad Spears, former Auckland Rugby League ref. Shout uh, out to Brad Spears. Uh, had a couple of society fickies with him a few weeks back down in Melbourne. <laughs> Brabant's uh, grandma mate. Um, and then, oh, mate, and Richmond Club Hotel. You know the pub, right? You know Richmond Club Hotel at the yep. end of Lennox Street? That's what yep. that was. Fucking harming with Raiders pub. fans. And the, like, oh, because it's got three stories. And I was on the second story having a beer and that, watching actually the Warriors women's. Mm. Fucking, that was a good game, too. Good. Yeah, and then there's just the uh, Richmond Club Hotel was just getting Raiders, right, like smacking the tables. Really? I was loving it. The beer fellas must be thinking, who are these mad cunts? And then, um, and no banter, no, this is one of the one of the funniest observations of the night. At a table about two tables down from me was a table of four Indian males all wearing Raiders jerseys. And I'm like, fuck, wow. does Raiders have the highest uh, percentage of like Indian supporters nah, in their Warriors. Warriors. No, nah, Warriors would, you're right. Big time. But I was just thinking, and then I thought to myself, well, why would they support the Raiders? Maybe they've got a high number Or maybe they just... Well, I hope, you, I hope you really to love cows. Them. They really love cows. Maybe the Canberra milk like really just attracted them to the team. I, I don't know. You didn't but talk to them, did you? I was too scared. I was, should have went and talked to them. But anyway, I used to be able to talk to people randomly in pubs. Now I can't. Anyway, so we walked down to the, uh, as you know, that walk down to the, from the Richmond Club to uh, Tawara Nikalai Right League Memorial Stadium is a wonderful, uh, one of the wonderful walks in the league, isn't it? Mm. And. I got to our seat. <laughs> no better. I'm like, what the fuck? Because as as I per- timed it perfectly when we arrived. And no better. Like, I saw Joey Lailua, like putting water in his eye walking off the field. And it's like one of those things you don't really, at the game, you don't really know what's going on with you this stuff. You don't have a commentator to talk you through it, no. No, exactly. I'm like, what the fuck is Joey going off already for? Washing his eye out. Because I, I said to my... I see the guy I was sitting with. I go, oh, he must his contact lens must be in wrong or something. Good, good <laughs> so ball. anyway, he ended up um, getting back on the field at twentieth minute. But jeez, what a game of football, Rehari! That was finals football. The hits, the the the, oh. the physicality. They oh. are two good teams. The things that I was loving is just the speed of the game and the physicality, and they they are big. They are big teams. Like the Raiders are big. They have big bodies. But just seeing Justin Olam and Josh Adokar and Sulisi Vunuvalu like powering into the lines and the slap, Quote. and then you know seeing Soliola just the hits of him and Bateman and even Whitehead, Dunamis Louis under the radar, Mate. one of the most improved players of our game. Fuck, and that just shows you again and again and again. 
don't spend money on props. Fuck. Like Aaron Woods. Like your Sharon. Dogs. You made your bed, you'll lie in it. Yes, so, Sharon. But yeah, what it, you know, Tara and Eco, Rightly Memorial Stadium, you've been a few times. But fuck that is, there's not really a bad scene in the house. And I mean, I feel sorry for you having to watch fucking our great game at the fucking cricket grounds. The, the um, Raiders were all over the storm early. They should have had probably more points. And yes. to be down at 6-2 at half time, you had an ominous feeling that you're like classic game of had all your chances. Real hallmark yep. of a Warriors team that, you know, are all over someone for ages. And can only get six up. You know, these two. Yeah. Um, He's a choker. Who's that? Sorry, Croker. Croker, yeah. Did you think at halftime, Storm, they'll come over the top? Nah, I, it, I, I thought Storm about 15 minutes after halftime. I thought they were just sort of like swamping them. But mm. they were able to sort of... Um, uh, Keep the flow, uh, stop the flow coming in the Raiders quite well. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, fuck the storm, but that close to winning it, right? And then Josh Addo Car, like, fuck, that is just a horrific era. That's up there with um, Slater, Ashton Sims, 2008. It's a Ben Hunt, it's a Billy Slater World Cup, it's a Ashton Sims, it's a it's a howler. And I haven't heard many people have a crack at him because he's so good. He doesn't deserve to have, you know, someone throw the kitchen sink in for doing that. But that yes. just... And then everyone stopped still. So even, like, I think it was, like, Brandon Smith and um, Kafusi, they stopped still for a moment thinking that the riff was going to blow it. Yeah, and yeah, It was yeah, just yeah. that classic play to the whistle. And then it was that instant of, you know... Joey Leilua, of all fucking people, to pick up the ball. Like, there's just, you just don't want the baddest man in rugby league to have the ball in that situation. And the way that he's running across field, just nonchalantly, ball, <laughs> palmed in one hand, and then Bateman just came at the most perfect angle, and he drew yeah. in three defenders, and Bateman's under the post, and it's that slow stop motion. You're like, yeah, they'll go upstairs. Is this a try? Is it? And then even. Well, they, you know, they're worrying about, because I didn't see them, but they're worrying about whether. It was raked out of at O'Carr, right? I think right? they were first looking at the ball if it was one of those knock-ons that goes into Canberra back into the person. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you can whistle it there. Then secondly, they were looking at BJ Leilua. Did he knock on? I mean, his back was to the to the, um, to the the opposition's goal line. So he was oh, that's right. They were looking at that closely on this, yeah. Um, but again, you could easily just see... I mean, the way that rugby league's been going this year... You could easily see them ruling that a knock-on, and not many people would go, oh, yeah, because we're used to seeing knock-ons yeah, being yeah. called fucking knock-ons and not knowing what. And and then that was kind of it, and, and they scored, and I thought, okay, so short kickoff, one of the greatest kick retu- uh, catches off a Catch short kickoff phenomenal. you will ever see in your life. The, he got fucking airborne, Vinuvalu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's such an athletic, oh, when he's jumped, like, he could play that basketball. Jeez. Mm. How tall was he? I'd say six, six foot one. Four? Six one? No. Six, yeah, maybe six two. So he's... He climbed. Geez, he it? got it. And, and the naked eye, right? Watching TV, the naked eye. Not for one minute did I think he was out. It was No, clear. exactly. I, so when... As soon as... Because I didn't... I was 60 metres away. And I thought to myself, oh, he's not out. Definitely. And then I just thought when they all kerfuffled, I thought it was a penalty to the storm because... I thought the Raiders, like the tackle was over yeah. and they tried to push him out. I was like, oh, brilliant. They're going to have a shot to make it uh, tied oh, up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've seen it time and time again. That touch judge 
was there. He was on the spot. And then he oh, waited. Okay. The thing that was the most confusing thing, he waited probably three seconds, and then he put up his flag, and then it's one of those moments that, you know where you're in a party, and, you know, in a, in a guy's environment, or you're around with your mates, and you're drinking, and then the room turns on you. And there's just nothing that you can do, and you're sitting there, you're taking it. You know, you're getting abuse, and yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, you're just taking it, and you have to take it, and you and you feel like your whole face is like. And Tib- red. Tibbs is usually a good barometer when it's starting to turn on you. Yeah, yeah, and your face is going red, and you're just like, "Fuck, I'm gonna have to get through this. It's not enjoyable. It feels yeah. like you're starting to fucking heat up." That is what that touch judge looked like because the crowd were just obviously just turning on him, and he's got that blank. Look that he's looking through. He yeah. wants the he wants the ground to just fucking open up and swallow him. He knew he fucked up. I actually think he genuinely put yeah, his he put his flag up as just a nervous reaction that Correct. he wasn't sure why he did it because he saw he was on the spot. And you go look at um, oh, I watched it again this morning. Vuni Valu's and Chambers's reactions. Mm. It's just like. Absolute, like they knew he was out there. It was just absolute beyond belief, and it's like, just like Buddy's firing. What can and, you say to him? And 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 he was giving it to them. But why, of all things, the bunker should just whisper in the rest here if they're going to a scrum? Yeah, yeah. Just go. Hey, no, no, no. That wasn't out. That wasn't out. Go back and play the ball. But man, but then how would that that would hurt that guy's feelings? The touch judge. Are you oh, okay? Fuck off. Are it would okay? though. It feel like Thursday. such a dick. Okay, why did I put my flag up? But yeah, his feelings are more important than the NRL qualifying final. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, is Will Chambers done? Yeah. I think he's... Last year, I was loving him, and he's just got rinsed by Luttrell a couple of times. Look, I still think he's a... Oh, I mean, he's still top 10 centre in the game. He's just fell away a bit this year, I agree. I thought he played okay last night. Um He's not the same player. He's 31 going on 32. Um, yeah, a little bit older. You, you actually like break down this Raiders side. And I think we talked about it when they bet the Storm a few weeks back. They match up incredibly well versus the Storm side. They're at full strength now. They yeah, put Papali yeah. off the bench, which I fucking love. I love the balls of Ricky. They were yeah, destined yeah. to bring the best forward in 2019 off the bench in a fucking playoff game. And he can because Louis's doing the job for him. And Louis was huge. Louis actually set up the um the Edo car. It was the hit from Louis. Was that actually Louis? I didn't realise that. And Fuck. So Tapine was in there too. Yeah. Bringing on Papali. Fuck Tapine's a good player. Delaying Papali was was massive. I also loved um Bellamy, the genius, you know, he was seeing that he was getting out enthused and had worked over from the Raiders and they were down 6-0 and it was piling and he just goes, fuck, brought on Brandon Smith straight away and goes probably 10, 15 minutes earlier than he normally would and goes, I need an energy guy to go out there and turn the tide and pulled out Smith, Smith and then Kamikamitha pretty much back to back and that just, again, returned the tide. Just The use of the interchange bench in finals is underrated. You, can't, you can go in there with a plan, but you have to be able to um, be flexible on the day depending on the way the game flows. Yeah. No, um, yeah, yeah, we had two. I mean, Ricky's, Ricky's done well with that club. It's taken him a while, but he's got them. They are just all playing for each other. They're all fit and athletic. Um, you know, there's no boats and stoolies knocking around. They're big. They're big, and I mean Bailey Simonson. Fuck, he's just fuck, he's, okay. he's, a, he's 
great. Just what he's exactly what you need in your team. He gets the job done. He's fit, fast. You know, he's another Kiwi that you know. It just there's riches there. What about though? Aiden Caesar's putting in hits. The yeah, Turkish Prince is playing so fucking well. And I think it was this podcast who who basically said we just couldn't understand why he wasn't playing earlier mm. in the year. Mm. He's playing reserve grade for fucking Mounties for a so long time at the start of the year. Maybe what they do going forward is Canberra do partial contracts. So what they do is they, they have a, a, a number seven. They sign a Canberra Raiders number seven for a 400 grand a year. But Sam Williams gets like 15% of it because he plays the first sort of, you know, five games. And yep. then the Turkish Prince comes in. He's a closer plays 85, so he doesn't get the full salary. Maybe that's a way for them to actually approach contracts. Same with St. George. Timoteo Lafay, he plays the first six games of the year, but only pay him for six games. And what? then? So then, And then Sam uh, just has to work out, he just has to go fruit picking or something at the back end of the season for income. Yeah, or go, go work for one of the sponsors. Um, Huawei, maybe you can go over to Korea and work for Huawei. Yeah, they're Chinese, mate. Are they? Yeah. Sure about that? I'm sure they have an office in Korea. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so you can sort of work your way out of that by just saying, I'll just check if Huawei do have an office in Korea, but I'm sure you've got away with that. <laughs> Looks as though I've got away with that one. Um, okay, so her third game, which in the, in, the, in the pit of my stomach, I just, because I, I, was, I was punting the Sharks because I was like, they have to win this against a depleted Eagles side. Oh, no. I don't think I truly appreciated, as Gallon said um, in the post-match, we just can't beat this side. Do you know how bad their record is against them? Nope. The, the record, I think they've only won like three times at Brookvale ever or something. It's ridiculous. Like they wow. can't, and, 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 and even the last two or three years, Average manly sides have gone down to Cronulla and beaten them. They just they're they like, just beat Cronulla. They're like the um, Cronulla are like the poor man's manly. Mm. They're, they're very similar sort of uh, yeah. suburbs, um, sort of makeup of their club. But manly are just like the you know the gold plated one, and fucking Cronulla are just <laughs> tryhards to be like them. Fuck, it's I mean, fucking atrocious. We are manly's biggest. Biggest fit. I want to say fans. We just we have so much respect for them. Yeah, and, it's because, and I've said it before on the show. It's because we haven't got that un that subconscious bias to them that mm. Sydney people have. Like fuck, this is one of the great clubs <laughs> in the world sport. It's 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 atrocious that now Manly came out and played well. It's fucking atrocious with that team list that Cronulla have got. The internationals, the state of origin players the legends of the game, that they, they let this Manly side, who they are a fucking borderline New South Wales Cup team, this Manly side that played last night. They've got some horrible players in there. Um, uh, it's I atrocious even, I even, at the Sharks. Like, I I had, I'll be honest, I hadn't even heard of Sean Kippy. Never what heard was... of Sean Kippy. I know Corey Waddell's in, been in there for most of the season. I, I don't know anything about him. I've never heard of Hamoli Alakatau. I've obviously heard... I've of... heard him because I always... About about four or five times a year, I'll go through all New South Wales Cup and just check out all the names that sound they could be Kiwi and work out <laughs> if they're eligible or not. Um, but what they do have is they've got, you know, one of the one of the true 
great coaches of the modern game and the master of um, the siege mentality and Des Hasler. Okay, so Des Hasler's won two comps with Manly. He made oh, he made two additional. So and he also made another grand final and loss with Manly. He had two grand finals in 12 and 14 with a fucking dog side. The, the, the one in 2014 was a very average dog side that he got to a grand final. And he got to the decider. The 2012 side was pretty special. And they were playing a unique brand of football with, you know, James Graham and Sean, uh, Sam Cassiano as the mobile ball playing forwards and some really nice young players and your Jacksons and your Finucans and Barber having a whale of a year. You know, they had a good side then. 2014, he had a fucking rubbish Bulldogs, Bulldogs side that he took to the grand final. And now he's here, and he's going to be week two finals. And he's going to be taking the side to play the Bunnies in a very fucking winnable game. So without, who do they get back? Do they get to power back, or is he out for more than one? I think, to, I think that they do get to power back. Fuck, no, to power What a club. Does Tom... Does Tom... Does Tom play? No, I don't he's, think so. He's been ruled out, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where they're... I think just, we just can't... We can't uh, bank on him coming and, back. And Joel Thompson and Curtis Surinan are both out. Curtis Surinan played last night, didn't he? No. Wow. I just... I always like Jack Zizewski. Oh, he's good, man. Fuck, he runs hard. I like, I, like his sort of hair sort of bobbing up and down when he hits contact. He's good. He's... Been to the Sean Lane um, hairdresser, though. Yeah, yeah, but he just seems... He seems to wear it a bit better. Um, fuck. Abby Coruscant and Manasi Final, Brilliant hooking um, combination. But what about the... Sh- what do you make of the Sharks? What did you make of their performance last night? Uh, oh, just... No, oh, I'll be honest. I've only watched the KO Mini because I was tank-based last night. Um, and I just... Oh, it's just, I guess I'm just saying what you say. They they have a team that, on paper, but fuck, we're Warriors fans. For years, we've had teams on paper that should be better, um, and they're just, and that that again, it'll come back comes back to the coach and the, and not setting up the systems for them to um, perform. I mean, fucking Sean Johnson sending stupid little photos saying that was banter. Was it yeah. actually? It was banter. Yeah. Okay. I tell you what, though, the the Sharks were down by, uh, they were down 22-10, I believe, or 20-10, and Chad Townsend broke through the middle, passed it, um, I think it was actually Capewell to to Townsend with 10 to go, down by 10, and it would have invented in a try, and they called back a full pass, which which is a really bad call on the spot, which was not forward. They would have been down by six, maybe four, with ten to go. And the way that they were sort of pulling together, you know, stringing together some passes and stuff, that would have been really interesting because Manly ended up scoring and they were up 28-10 after that. And then the Sharks scored late to pull it within 12. But that could have been the, the thing that um, changed the game. But you look at this, you look at this Shark side now, right? You know, Dugan, massive question mark over him. Sasai Fiki going over to the UK. Josh Morris retiring. Um, Aaron Gray, I mean, obviously Ronaldo didn't play. 
Um, Johnson and Townsend will be back next year. Fafida ended up coming off the bench for half of the second half of the season. Jaden Braley's going, but I think his younger brother's better. Matt Pryor's career, I think he's potentially out the door. Um, Nakora is obviously um, promising a player. Wade Graham is very, very good. Paul Gowan's retiring. And then Sharon Woods still obviously there. Kurt Capewell, I think, is out the door. Um, I don't think they can retain him. They are going to get Jesse Ramian back. Jack Williams is a nice young player, and Braden, Braden Hamlin Urelli. They need to get a coach if they're serious about contending next year, and they need to sign a couple of players because John Morris, I don't think, is a first grade coach. He's a classic assistant, isn't he? I mean, you throw a Craig Fitzgibbon in that side, and you instantly feel a bit more confident. Yeah, definitely. Um, just Foti Fireworks is uh, taking a bit of a backlash today. Oh, yeah. If they they can... were the fireworks manufacturer. Uh, it's a family-owned business, Italians, that reckon they've had seven generations of pyrotechnics in their f- family history. But, yeah, they're taking a, a, offices in Melbourne, Sydney, Hong Kong, and Brisbane. Well, they will be in damage control today, won't they? They will. I mean, geez. But, again, that's a very, a f- very creative way of, if they were um, Storm fans, to take one of the best players out, isn't it? The baddest man in rugby league. But, you know, he was back 20 minutes later and just the aggression. Just, fuck, I love BJ Leilua. I love I know, and some him. people don't like him, do they? I mean, I think, I go back to this year and last year particularly, and it's, it really fucked me off that New South Wales picked a guy like James Roberts, who he has also got issues. Yeah. Um, they're prepared to pick a James Roberts, but they're not prepared to pick a BJ. Can you imagine BJ and Origin? Like, oh, I know no. that he'd have the odd defensive assignment that he, that he might not, you know. But he's Samoan. Yeah, but I think that there's been times where he's... Um, he was 19th man about four or five years ago. And you can play for um, Samoa and um, New South Wales anyway. Yeah, okay, good call. But yeah, he's just... And the other thing, he did make some mistakes early on when he was a young kid, you know. Mm. We've all made some bad decisions. He's, he's, I'm sure he's, you know, not antisocial anymore. But again, it's the American football model, right? Absolutely. Just pick yes. on talent. Pick talent. Exactly. Talent always wins. Um, at the judiciary, Hargraves is going to fight his tripping charge. Um, and he's been given a... Uh, usually it's a fine, but he's been given... Because he's got um, a, a lot of pre- previous offences, he's going to get suspended for a game unless he defends it. I Ooh. saw a good meme in, on, the, uh, on Instagram, I think. And they just showed there's a car park at the judiciary, and it just says reserved for Joe Warrior Hargraves. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and Joseph Tapane, if he pleads not guilty, <laughs> he will um, he will be free to play in two weeks' time. Nice. Now this afternoon, actually, the last thing I want to want to actually mention about the Roosters game. You can't bring back Jake Friend. This guy's saying yeah, the Beryl's good, eh? Is unreal. Where'd they get him from? Jeez, they. I mean, that's not. Uh, you can't. You can't um, do the quip about money for the Sam Beryl's, can you? No way. Um, he went to Baron Joey High School. He's twenty years of age. Okay. He has like played his junior rugby school. league for the Avalon Bulldogs. He made oh, yeah. his NRL Early. debut in round six of this year. Um, 
there's not too much I know apart from that. Um, wow. Yeah, good player. And uh, no, I think just Trent Robinson is a coach, and he's got them just smooth. The processes are working nicely. It's just, uh, I think Storm can still beat them, though. I honestly, heart of heart. And I think Raiders could now, actually. I think. Jeez, Sam Verrill's brother um, committed suicide. His older, older brother, he's a Harold Matz player. Jesus, right? Where'd yeah. you read that? Just trawling the internet, just getting some, see if I can get something on. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, but, geez, that's a player who you want to target, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, I've said it. If, if I'm the Warriors, I'm targeting. Who was I thinking about last night? Ryan James. Oh, don't, don't bring saying, this up, mate. We're talking finals we football. We know that we can't. We're talking finals players. football, and you're talking about the Warriors signing Ryan fucking James. Oh, I really want to. Say I him, don't. Mate. I don't want to speak about the Warriors for for a number of months, mate. I think I he's the missing turkey. piece. He's the missing piece. I go cold turkey, mate. You know me. Fuck. I get, it's I get quite really relaxed. The in the offseason. Let me just let me just take finals football on. Let's talk about Parramatta. I fuck probably my most hate, in fact my number one most hated team in the competition um, against the Broncos today. There is no way the NRL, the referees, there is no scenario that exists in this world that the NRL let the Eels lose this game. They want the fucking West Pride of Western Sydney to be strong, and I would put my mortgage my dad's mortgage and my granddad's fucking retirement fund Fuck on the eels winning this all. game tonight you honestly don't think the Broncos have a chance they don't have a fucking chance in hell and it's not that the eels are a better side that the, the rugby league forces will not let them lose yeah i don't know i just i just don't have i mean i love uh sevi uh, sorry i love sevo and I don't mind Takarangi. Takarangi. But other than that, I just don't like anyone in their team. Okay. Well, as we discussed this a while ago, <clears throat> you've got Guffo, Sivo, Jennings is starting to play really well. Wonga Blake's back. Blake Ferguson's back. Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses, they love playing at home. It's pretty solid. You know, Daniel Alvaro, I guess he's an okay player. Reed Marnie's nice. Junior Paulo's just fucking replacement level. Sean yep. Lane's rugby league's equivalent of a pubic here. Manu Ma'u and Nathan Brown are quite a fearsome sort of 12 and 13. And then a nice little bench with Takairangi. No, that's actually a shit bench. They've got Takairangi, Raystone, Nia Kore, and Tepai. I'm off to the Devils game, Moiroa. Um, who, who's going who's to take this game by the scruff, of the scruff of the neck for the Broncos, Jack? Milford? Darius. Darius. Turpin. They don't have the they don't yeah, but have what the about if like just their big forwards bash them and you you're paying half scoring fifty metre tries. That that they will score a couple of nice ones. But this side, coached by Seabold, is not coming into the pride of Western Sydney and and an an advertisement for rugby league in this current administration and they are not taking this game away from the Parramatta Eels. And the Eels can book their spot next week to go down to Melbourne and to maybe get quite close to the storm. No, I don't think so. Not at all. I mean, but I mean, again, 
people are just going, all listeners are, well, they won't hear it until tomorrow morning, but if they would, they'd be all going down to bloody TAB to put plenty of money on the Broncos. The Broncos are a good side. Oh, no, they're not a good side. Let's be honest. It's, these, this is just, it's not going to be as good as um, the game last night. Let's, let's just understand that. No. In terms of quality. In fact, we had, Friday night was a bit of a fizzer. We had Melbourne-Canberra, which was just an exquisite game of rugby league. And then we had Manly and Sharks, which was pretty average. It was a bit of a God, damn Brooke Bell's a disgrace, isn't it? Um, great to like, see the Manly, out. Manly, as a club, deserve a bit of ground. Fuck this. The New South Wales government just has to front up a little fucking... Or all they need is a 15,000 boutique stadium sort of sitting on the beach somewhere. Fuck well, that. What's wrong with Brookvale? Ah, uh, it's just shit, mate. It doesn't look... It just looks like it's fucking suburban. So what? That's exactly what Manly love, and they love everything about it. I like it. We can't yeah, all just... have pristine carpet stadiums like the Eels and the Storm and the Broncos. Like, I, I like... There's just, you know, I wouldn't mind an extra... Um, a bit of an upgrade to the to the toilets in Leichhardt, a little bit of an extra grandstand in um, Lotto Land, and someone put a couple of extra lights in at Mount Smart so we can actually see a Friday night game. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that one's about, but don't want to talk about Warriors because let's just enjoy our fo- fo- finals football. Okay, like how do you see Tigers this game? Does. How do you see this game going? Eels Broncos. I see the Eels thirteen plus. I see them actually putting a real score on the Broncos, and I think that. Um, well, I'm just saying, since you're going so confidently, the Eels are going to win. I'm just going to have to say the Broncos. <laughs> oh, there is no. It's, it's it's the Broncos are like again. They're the powerhouse. They're a glamour club of our competition. I always just think they're like a sleeping dog. They could, at any moment, do something. Like, fuck. But I hate Seabold, too. So, fuck. It's a I different... would say, now, if Wayne Bennett was coaching today, yep. I would almost pick the Broncos with that tight, with that side. Yep. I just Seabold's just a dick. And I don't even like Brad Arthur, though. So, oh. Well, apparently my little brother, um, he texted me during the week and he goes, did you see Brad Arthur mic'd up on NRL 360? He goes, it was f- amazing. He goes, Brad Arthur, he was just singing his praises, going, he's got them humming this eel side. Really? He goes, I've got, sheets got them hissing. This. Yeah, sheets. He's like, we have to look this up on KO. You've got to sounds... watch it. Um, yeah. He goes, it's brilliant. And um, look, this, 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 this eel side, They've got football in them, and they just—they are just going to steamroll them. I'm sorry, I'm going to. Really... Hang on, did your brother teach you about this? Uh, yesterday, I think, or the day before. Nice. Um, so um, you're definitely looking that up, because um, in KO you can, they often. Did you just see? Did you see Brad that? Arthur mic'd up on 360 quality stuff? And I said no, I haven't. I have to dig it up. I've got it. Found you it, should. Brad was on last three sixty. If you can get it on demand, he is impressive and has the eels humming. That first half from the Chooks was some of the cleanest, most clinical running footy I've ever seen. Quote. Yeah, no, I've found it. I've found it. It's called Brad Arthur behind the scenes. I think. Um, so this is interesting to watch after this. Uh, any anything else as we look ahead to next week? Um, uh, it's going to be Friday night and Saturday night next week, and. We know where the games will be, do we? So Melbourne will be hosting whoever wins today. And then the other game will be Rabbitohs at Stadium Australia, as I understand. Yeah, Rabideaus. so the Rabbitohs are going to play Manly. game of football earlier this year. Pardon? Rabbitohs versus Seagulls at Stadium Australia. The Rabbitohs just won, but it was a good game of footy. Mm. Mm. 
I remember that. I was at the pub. Uh, and then you've got on Friday night, the Melbourne Storm taking on the Parramatta Eels down there. I just... If this Eels side get through, I think they will still lose, but I reckon they'll get close to this Storm. Oh, I don't think so. But I mean, it's just... Storm, Storm can't win it now, can they? I just no. said they could, but... when. Has anyone in this new system, which don't know what system it's called, the VFL system or whatever, no one has won a premiership losing the f- first week of finals? Quote. Can I quote that? I'm sure I can. Because mm. we've only had it for 2011 when we last made the finals before last year. That was still McIntyre system, wasn't it? One versus eight? Mm. Or was it? How long have we hit this new system? Fuck. I think it's... So, 2008, we had Warriors played the Storm and won. Yeah, that was different. 2009, we had the Dragons played the um, Eels and the Eels won. 2010, I believe we had one plays eight was the Dragons played Manly um, and they won. That was a very... um, Okay. played Manly. 2011 was the last year. Was it? 2011 was Manly playing... Yeah, because we were, it was three versus, because 2011, remember, we, we lost. We were sixth. Yeah, we made it Broncos. first sixth. And the Broncos flogged us, but we survived because yeah. seven and eight lost. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so now it's going to be. It's gonna be <laughs> oh, right. Well, I'm going to get ready for this. Um and you can watch uh, the women's game too at one fifty. Bet start. Uh, we'll see. We'll see, mate. Until next week, you've got, got a lovely league. Stay down, peace and love still low. Hear what they say about.